Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the NFL Fanatics Podcast. We are your hosts, B Money, Sully Big Ball, and AD Foss. And today we are going over the rest of the first round draft picks and some other NFL news. So to kick things off, let's start with the number 16 overall pick. Cornerback, A.J. Terrell going to Atlanta. Oh, I don't love this pick. I think it was a desperation pick because they have an issue at corner, obviously, if you look at their last season. And two corners go off the board. I thought they were going to trade up, take C.J. Henderson. They didn't. There were way better players available. I mean, this was the position that they needed to fill, but they also needed a pass rusher. And an O-line, but, I mean, I just, I don't like this pick at all. This was more of a, let's just fill our biggest issue. And they should- Yeah, I think, I think they should have traded up and taken a pass rusher for sure. Because that's one of their biggest needs. And you don't need the greatest corners if you have good pass rushers. Because the corners only have to stuff the guys off the line and not, cover them for full routes if the pass rushers can get in there and get sacks and put pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, I still think the corner position's very valuable, though. But, I mean, it, it, they really f- just forced this, and it wasn't a smart move. He's not a he's not a great, complete player. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's a good player. He won 16 overall, but he's, he's not as complete as a guy like Henderson who they could have traded up for. And I agree. I just... I give this grade a C. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad pick. I I don't think it's the greatest pick ever. I think I'm going to stick with a C plus because I don't want to give it too low of a grade because this guy's not bad, but I still think they could have found more players. So I'm only going to give this a C plus. I agree with that. Yeah. All right, let's move down to the 17 overall pick. Wide receiver, C.D. Lamb, Oklahoma, to the Cowboys. I like this. With Dak going in the uh, in Dallas, he needs a wide receiver. He has um another one. What's his name? Uh, Amari Cooper. Yep, so he has that. And then he needs one more. He has C.D. Lamb. That's a good pick right there. He's uh, very athletic. He. I'm surprised he didn't go higher. Yeah, I agree. Um, there was a lot of wide receivers in this draft that I thought would have went a little higher than one being CeeDee Lamb. He, he uh, Cowboys need a slot receiver. They got him with him. Uh, he's really smart. I I really like this pick. I, yeah, I don't know if he'll play slot. I think he'll be a number two guy. But, yeah, he plays – he can play slot if they need him to. He's a great um, intermediate route runner, and that's really what the Cowboys need. They have Amari Cooper to take the top off the defense, and now they need someone who can hurt him, you know, on the intermediate routes, and that's C.D. Lamb. I really saw him going to the Raiders. No question in my mind that C.D. Lamb's a better football player than um, Henry Ruggs, and I thought that he was the best wide receiver coming out of this draft. Yeah, I feel like this is a steal for the Cowboys. I give it an A. I'm going to give this an A plus because I think that they got the number pick that they got him in is the main reason that I'm giving this an A plus because this guy is outstanding. And I think that, you know, like you were saying, Amari Cooper can break up the defense. I think, you know, they come out in the usual scheme, you know, Amari and Gallup. And they break up the defenses a little bit. And then second second quarter, third quarter, first drive in that quarter, boom, they come out with CD and try and go barn burner, send everybody. Maybe not everybody, but, you know, like they do some routes, try and really break that defense up with somebody that they're not ready for. Yeah, I think they're going to test them out, see it, see who's a better fit at three and who's a better fit at the number two. You know, between Gallup and uh, C, just gonna see who fits better at which position slot wide receiver the number two wired out. But I mean, I I think CD's a good number two. I think Gallup, you know, he's good at taking the top off the defense, but I think he's gonna have to adjust 
and play the slot. And I think he can do that. I mean, he's a young he's a young player. He's got a lot of potential, and I think he can he can definitely uh, turn into a slot guy. He's got the quickness. He's got the he's got the speed. He's got the quickness. He's got the he's got the hands. I mean, I think he could be the next Cole Beasley for Dallas if they need him to be. Yeah. And with the all right, let's move on to the 18th overall pick. Dolphins select offensive tackle Austin Jackson, USC. This is great. Uh, the Dolphins just drafted quarterback, so they need someone to protect him. I say uh, this is just who they needed. He's, they, had, they had number five pick. <clears throat> they got Tua. Tua's his past. He has had a lot of injuries. So they need someone who's big, strong, who can get block all the guys. In, and I think this guy fits that spot. Yeah, I agree. And what I love about this pick is, you know, just what you said. Tua is a guy who cannot be get, taking hit after hit. This isn't a Tom Brady, folks. You know, he's not built to be taking hit after hit. He can't. It Obviously, that is shown at Alabama with all his injuries. And uh, the thing about this class is, you know, they say this is the best wide receiver class in a long time. I'm not just looking at the wideouts. Look at how many offensive tackles went in the first round. Oh, I was shocked. Offensive guard. It's just crazy how many won. I got to be honest. I really got to be honest with you guys. I'm giving this grade a C plus for one reason, one reason only. I really do like the offensive tackle pick. I just don't like the specific offensive tackle that they picked. I think there was a better one or two better guys on the board that they could have gotten. So I'm going to give stick with a C plus because I don't want to too much like downgrade this guy for his skill level because don't get me wrong, Austin Jackson is a very good offensive tackle, but I think there was a couple of offensive tackles that were would have been a better fit for Miami on the Yeah, board. I give it a uh, B-plus grade because I think they saw that there was better offensive tackles on the board. I think they just went with someone they thought was going to fit well with them. And I I think he uh, will. I think he will, definitely. Yeah, I'm just going to give this a B. Like like Ben said, there, there, there was better tackles on the board, but in the end, it's the NFL. We'll see how it pans out, you know which ones become the stars and which ones become the bus. And, I mean, apparently they thought that that guy was going to be the fit for Miami. So, I'm not going to downgrade him for that decision. I give it a B. With the 19th overall pick, the Oakland Raiders select cornerback Damian Arnett, Ohio State. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of this pick. uh, I mean... I don't think that this was an amazing pick. Was it terrible? No. It fills something the Raiders need. You know, they need the their cornerback position has been weak over these last couple of years. I mean, they really need this help. Uh, he he's got a little attitude problem, so that's something that needs to be focused on, but. It fills a position need, but it was the fourth cornerback. I don't know if he deserves to go this high. That, that's my only question with it. Yeah, because uh, his prospect grade is a 6.10, and he's a good backup, but I don't think he's a starter. He has potential to be a starter, but going this early, I don't see it. Yeah, I think that this was a good pick because of the need. I'm going to give this a C grade because they did need a corner, but just like with the offensive tackle at number 18, I think that there were some better guys on the board. And also, I think not only were there some better guys, but this guy could be the better guy for this for anything. He could be the better guy for certain things, but I think there were better guys for the Raiders' scheme of defense. Yeah, I get to say I. C minus or D plus grade. Just I agree with everything you said. Just I don't I don't think he should go this high. It's just I give it a C plus because I understand where the Raiders are coming at. You know, 
they've got Kayvon Mullen, and he, he he turned out to be a decent cornerback coming out of the draft last year. And, you know, I didn't have high expectations on him either, so I'm not going to downgrade this guy yet. I gave it a C plus. With the 20 overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Edge, Clavon Chasen, LSU. Um, this guy, he is, he's a big edge. I think this pick, I, I really like this pick. I mean, he was dominant when, I feel like he would have went higher. He was dominant when he was on the field. I feel like he could have gone possibly top 15, if not, well, possibly top 10, if not top 15, because he has amazing talent. His only problem is can he stay on the field? Can he stay on the field? And yeah. yeah. He had, he had 6.5 sacks in 2019 and one sack in 2018. So he just keeps getting better. Yeah, but I think in 2018, I'm pretty sure he battled some big injuries. Yeah. Yeah. If he stays on the field, he's dominant. If he's not staying on the field, like a Cam Newton situation with the past few years, if he's on the field, he's dominant. But when he's not on the field, when he's struggling with injuries, I think it can be a big problem. Because, I mean, this guy is good when he's healthy. And, you know, Jacksonville has hinted at trading him because he really wants a trade. He does not want to be a part of Jacksonville. And they've actually hinted at trading him. So, here, I'll tell you what happened to him. In 2018, the reason he only had one uh, sack is because he dealt with a torn ACL, which is something that's just tough to overcome. Yeah, even if you're looking at 2017 to 2019, his total tackles was 27 in 2017 and 60 in 2019. So, and I believe he battled injuries like in 2017. This man's injury problem. I mean, that, that's, that's the only question with him. And being an edge... An injury-prone edge, you really don't want that. So, I give this grade a B plus Because I feel like I would give this grade probably an A for how late they got him. The only problem I have is he's so injury And being at the defensive end position, that's not a good thing. Okay, so uh, if he stays healthy, I'm giving him an A-. If he can't stay healthy, I'm only going to give this pick a C plus. Yeah. I agree. I think it's a B plus. We'll see. But before we go on to the next pick, let's talk about how many uh, guys got drafted from LSU. That was insane. I mean, got a national championship team here and with amazing talent. And in all fairness, it's really like a guy like Justin Jefferson, he benefits from having a guy like Joe Burrow, you know. I don't know if he would have went this high if he didn't have a quarterback that could pinpoint his deep ball almost perfectly. Mm -hmm. So, it's just, I mean, he it's just a magnificent thing, his throwing ability. Yeah. Really. Yeah, 14 people. 14 people. That's amazing. And I... Like you said, I think a big part of it is Joe Burrow because, I mean, look at Burrow at Ohio State. You know, he wasn't amazing by any means. He was average at best, and his receivers didn't perform as well. And, you know, I don't think the receivers performed as well at LSU without him the year he was at Ohio State. But when he transferred over and when he really put the work in, I mean, it not only changed – his career path, it changed his receiver's career paths as well. To not, I mean, yes, it is the receivers being able to catch, but who's putting it in their hands? Yeah, that, that's, that's on. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so, with the next pick, this is an interesting one. Number 21. Overall pick, Eagles select wide receiver Jalen Rager, TCU. Uh, yeah, this was interesting. Definitely. I thought 
the fourth best wide receiver in this draft was Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I was not expecting this pick, like a lot of the other picks in this first. I thought that this guy was either going to go five or six. Was it a... It was interesting. I still think that um, Justin Jefferson should have gone ahead of him. I feel like Justin Jefferson is a better talent. But Jalen Rager put up amazing stats, so I'm not going to downgrade him at all. He's pretty fast, too. He ran a 4.47 for the 40-yard dash. Yeah, but they yeah. say that uh, – I still don't think that, that was as fast as he can go. No, same, but like, I right, that's, that's pretty a, fast. Yeah, I think that he's a pretty good receiver, but like you said, I don't know if I would have taken him this high. I think that he probably should have gone in the late twenties, maybe even like mid to late thirties. He could have dropped to, in my opinion. I think that this guy can put up product. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I actually kind of like Jalen Rager. He's not, he's one of my favorite players to watch, but I really don't think he's as good as people made him out to be. I think that if he would have dropped a little bit more, it wouldn't have surprised me, but I think this is an okay pick for Philly because they're filling that wide receiver need. So I'm going to give this grade a B. Well, this is what I love about him is his, Ability to improve over his career. His so his second best season was 2018. All right, he he had 72 receptions for 1,061 yards. Pretty good, right? Yeah. His senior season, he dropped 148 receptions, 2,248 yards, 15.2 average, and 22 TDs. Yeah. His second most TDs was nine, 2018. Five in 2019, and eight in 2017. So the ability to get better, that's what really impresses me with this pick. Yeah, I think a key to him getting better is his dad, too. His dad was an eight-year NFL veteran. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he definitely has the, uh, he has the, uh, he has a vet, veteran presence in his family. Yeah. All right, well, now to a guy who I think most of us thought was going to be the pick at number 21. Number 22 overall pick, the Vikings select wide receiver Justin Jefferson, LSU. And this is what, this is what I thought about this pick. I liked it, and there's a couple reasons I like this. It was basically a trade-off for Stefan Diggs and a young Justin Jefferson. And the Bills, the Bills can handle this. They have a great cap coming into the season, which, you know, they used to get some good additions to the defensive line, the offensive line. And the big addition they got was obviously Stefan Diggs. And they can, they can paint. Now, can the Vikings? Not as much. You know, they got Kirk Cousins on almost a max deal. They got they're gonna have to re-sign Delvin Cook soon. They're gonna have to. They got Dylan making a lot of money. They just they they can't afford to pay a top wide receiver like Diggs too. So thinking yeah. they're thinking you know what let's go with some young cheap talent in Justin Jefferson, which I like that. You know I think this was this trade for Diggs and Jefferson basically. Because the Bills probably would have got Jefferson at this pick, too. I think this was a win-win trade for both teams. Yeah. I think, in my opinion, I think that, you know, Kirk Cousins is definitely overpaid in Minnesota. I think Dalvin Cook deserves what he's getting paid because he's been dominant the past few years. And I think it's smart going for Justin Jefferson because, you know, it could end up coming back to bite them because, yes, Diggs, Diggs was a dominant receiver, and they're losing that. Will Justin Jefferson be the next Stephon Diggs, or will he be better? Will he be worse? That's the biggest question here. Will he put up the same productivity than uh, Stephon Diggs? Minnesota hopes that he'll be better, but that's what this draft is all about. 
It's about drafting a guy that you think is fit for your team and just hoping for the best because you don't really know what he's capable of until he's on the field in that environment because a lot of guys are completely overhyped because of their them being good in college and then they come into the NFL and they turn some nothing they turn something into nothing and the thing that I like about this from a standpoint of looking at Justin Jefferson develop as over his career is I think it's a safer move for the Vikings to take him because look if he goes to Buffalo he's gonna have to be be the number one there John Brown's not a true number one. He's a number two. No no matter what you tell me. He's a number two wide receiver. So, but as a Vikings, he can play as a number two. Learn behind Adam Thielen. He can, he doesn't have to have all the pressures that he would in Buffalo. And that's what I, yeah. that's what I like about him going to the Vikings instead of the Bills. And the Bills getting a, a veteran wide receiver in Stefan Diggs also helps them. Because that way they yeah. You want to talk about good work ethic? I think that Adam Thielen is one of the first guys that can pop into your head because this guy didn't get drafted. This guy was a truck driver for a little while. He was literally came from nothing to being a dominant NFL wide receiver within a year because he is that good and he has that hard of a work ethic. He shows up to work. Every single practice, no matter what. And I think that Justin Jefferson, learning behind him and watching his work ethic, if he can pick up on that, then I think he will be even more dominant than Diggs. I think he could be the next big thing in the NFL if he has the same work ethic as a guy like Adam Thieland. I agree. Yeah, I think this is a B-plus grade. I'm going to go with a a A-minus. I'm going to go with an A-minus as well. All right, let's move on to the 23rd overall pick. The Chargers select linebacker Kenneth Murray, Oklahoma. Um, I really wanted to see them draft a little bit of protection for their new quarterback in uh, Justin Herbert, but because, you know, the only good part of the – of the Chargers last year was their defense. And, I mean, they I guess they really do need another linebacker, which I understand, but I think it was a, it would have been bigger if they could get a O-lineman, which... Yeah, because, I, I mean, more. their defense was pretty good last year. Top, top five, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah and, five. you know, I think it's important to have a good defense. People say defense wins championships. You know, I'm, people hear that phrase all the time because a lot of people believe it. But defense isn't always going to score your points for you. And I think that's really important because, you know, you if you have a top five defense, why change anything up? Yeah, you might have some older guys, but save that for a later round draft pick. Save that for a fourth or even a fifth round draft pick and let the guy develop. Yeah. You know, I think that they definitely should have built up some offense because Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler can't do it all on their own. That shows in the Bills. The Bills had great defense last year. Their offense was struggling, which made them get out of the playoffs earlier than they potentially could have. Yeah, and then you look at teams like Kansas City, who has an average defense in the NFL, but they have an outstanding offense, and they won a Super Bowl. So I think that offense... Not off offense definitely isn't more important than defense, but if you have a top five defense in the NFL, then I think offense is more important than defense at that point. Yeah, I mean they got the star safety and Derwin James, who's a pro bowler. They got, I mean, the, their defense is just it was stacked. I mean, yeah, I understand they need the fill position, but I feel like this could have came in later on. All right, but let's let's move on here. Let's move on to the next pick. That would be the 24th overall pick as the Saints select 
Hang on. Let me cut you off real quick. My son's screaming. 3530. Can you stop? Yeah, I got it. Can you stop? I'm in the middle of a podcast. Hang on. <laughs> Mom, I'm in the middle of a podcast. Mom, get off Facebook. You're using too much Wi Fi. <laughs> I don't tell Avery to shut up. Hey, do you want me to read off the number 24 pick, Sully? Because you were struggling with his name. I thought, no, I was trying to look for the, his, uh, the pick. I was on Stefan Diggs' website. So I was trying to get back. Well, don't worry. I got this. Jeez. De- Caesar Ruth? I know. How did you say that? All right. Uh, are you guys good? Yep. Okay, here we go. Let's move on to the number 24 overall pick. New Orleans Saints selecting center Caesar Ruse. I think that this was a really good pick. You know, I think that he could have gone a little bit later than he did. But I still think that he was one of the top centers. I put him in my top three. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, yeah. Th- this is a uh, strange pick by the Saints. But it's a pick that... It's going to protect the aging Drew Brees. And, you know, they're just trying to fix the gaps that they have. Yeah, they just just need to happen. Just one way or another, they needed to get it. And I think this was a good time to uh, fill that spot. Yeah, because, you know, you don't see that many gaps in the Saints right now. No, definitely a I'm going to give this guy a B-minus grade because I think there was one, maybe two centers that were better than him. Definitely one, but, you know, he could end up being the best fit for New Orleans. So I'm going to stick with a B-minus for now. I'm going with an A because I feel like he was the best out of this position. But, you know, it all comes down to what's going to happen in the NFL. Yeah, I give it a uh, B-plus. So let's real quick stick on New Orleans for just a second and talk about them getting a new quarterback. Not a new starter, but a new backup. And I think that this guy is – he was the leader in passing yards. And yet he was not even close to the best quarterback in the NFL. Let's talk about Jameis Winston. And, all right, when I talk about Jameis Winston, all right – Here's what I love for Jameis Winston, first off. I love this for him. I love this for the Saints. It's just a great pickup, and I'll tell you why. He led the league in passing yards. And you can tell me, oh, but he throws 30 interceptions a season. Well, guess what? What do you think is easier easier to fix? Something like accuracy, decision-making, or throwing interceptions? Which kind of is decision-making. Like, I feel like that's easier to fix than something like accuracy and something that Drew Brees, probably a top-five quarterback of all time, can help him fix. And he's going to play backup. I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen, and I'll tell you what probably will happen. He's going to play backup behind Drew Brees. Probably two more years backup behind Drew Brees. Yeah, do you see uh, uh, Drew Brees retiring? Or do you see him trying to go to somewhere to start? I, I see him retiring as a Saint. So, two years, back up, back up behind Drew Brees. James Winston, going to learn, cut down on the turnovers. You can't forget the man led the league in um, passing yards. No, the man's a huge threat. If he, I mean, his biggest asset is he's not afraid to throw the deep balls and he's not afraid to throw the difficult passes. His biggest downfall, he's not afraid to throw the deep balls or the (laughs) difficult passes. It's like it's a win-lose situation. Like, he he led the league in passing yards, but he also, I believe, led the league in interceptions. So, you know, those, do they offset? I mean, I don't think so because look at the Bucks' record from last year. Okay, but you also had to blame that partially on their defense and another play and their coaching. Another thing I want to and, and their running back. All right, another thing I want to say is that you could you can wreck on him, but he's you can't tell me that Drew Brees isn't going to help him become a better ball player. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's that's why I love this so much. And 
I can't, I don't remember exactly what Jameis said about this, but he basically praised this and was like, he thought this was the best for him, you know. I think that he would have taken this over a starting position because he knows that this is the best way to fix his mistakes and become a top quarterback in the league. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to give this I'm going to give this pick. I'm going to give this right here a – I think I'm going to go with an A grade here for that trade just because, I mean, Winston, like we've said multiple times, led the league in passes. Now he's going to be behind Breeze, who rarely throws interceptions, and he's going to be learning from him. I think Jameis Winston – uh, this is a bold statement by me. I think he could be one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, maybe top 30, which may not sound like a big deal, but there's been a lot of quarterbacks, so it's a big deal. I think that he could get there with Drew Brees' guidance. And I quote, I quote from James Winston, uh, this is – basically like attending an Ivy League institution playing behind Drew Brees. Yeah. I was not expecting this, but now that I, it happened, I agree with it. I agree with it. Yeah, I, I didn't expect it at all, but now that it happened, it's the best move for the Saints. It's the best move for Jameis Winston. I give it an A+. Yep, I agree. It's a good way to plan for the future. Exactly. Because you could say, Oh, the Saints are picking up old wide receivers like Emmanuel Sanders. They got an old Drew Brees. Give it two years and they'll be out of the discussion for even the playoffs. Well, guess what? They just proved you wrong. Yeah. Yeah, think about it. They got old Drew Brees, who's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Oh, yeah, they got old Emmanuel Sanders, one of the greatest route runners of all time that can mentor new wide receivers that come there. I think that this is all not just – getting guys for now. I think this is a lot planning for the future, and I think that the New Orleans Saints will continue to be dominant for the next years. Well, here's my thing. New Orleans Saints, next couple years, one to three years, it's going to be a Drew Brees, Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Thomas threat. A couple years after that, it's going to be the Jameis Winston, Michael Thomas, not the Drew Brees, Michael Thomas. And I'm, I'm calling it right now. Yeah, my word. He's going to be the starter for the Saints in a couple of years. Yeah. Like you like you were saying, this is just young talent starting on the uh, Saints. Like the- With all this talent on their team, I think that they can make a run for the Super Bowl next year. I really do. And I think that if they make a run for the Super Bowl next year, make it and win it, I think Breeze retires right then and there. Because yeah. I think that, yeah, he does definitely have a few more years in him. But what better way to end off your career than a Super Bowl win? Just like Peyton Manning. End it off with a Super Bowl win. End your career off with a bang and go I home. It, but I think that he has You can see him staying back for a little, like as a backup for a year to help out Jameis Winston. I don't think Breeze will ever be a backup. This is a Tom Brady situation we're dealing with. Yeah, I yeah. I, Breeze is going to either retire or he's going to start. Yeah, I don't mean backup, but I mean like he's going to – not not be not be the key to the offense. Meant to yeah. be a mentor. Right. Yeah, I know what you mean. All right. Well, let's not stay on this for too long. Let's head to the uh, the twenty fifth overall pick. The forty nine ers select wide receiver Brandon Ayu. I, Arizona. This, I see this is a good pick. This is a steal. The Bills were looking at uh getting him if they didn't get uh Spine Diggs obviously, but. He's he's a great uh, wide receiver. He's very athletic. He, uh, and especially going this late, I saw him. Yeah. This is steel. Like he can take the top off the defense, and he can be the Isaiah McKenzie for the Bills, if you will. Uh that guy who you know you need a no, nice uh first and ten. Let's get a couple yards on an end around. Maybe the, ut- the utility guy to mix up the defense yeah. a little bit. Keep him on their toes. But the thing he has over a guy like Isaiah McKenzie is that he can also take a top off the defense. You know, Isaiah McKenzie's basically just like an end around threat, and that's about it. Yeah, he can play anywhere right here. 
Yeah. I'm gonna give this uh, pick an A minus. I I give it an A, A flat. Uh, yeah, I'd say an A minus. All right. Well, let's move to the 26th overall pick. As the Packers select quarterback Jordan Love, Utah State. In this pick, I was. Some people say it's a terrible move. I love it. Same. I love. It. I don't see uh, Aaron Rodgers staying in uh, Green Bay for long. I say he finishes career off somewhere else. I think he finishes career his career in Green Bay because I he he's never been to another team. You know, he maybe early in his career he got drafted by a different team, but then he moved. You know, it's a bunch of different stuff. You know, what okay. But I think he ends off his career with Green Bay, and I think mentoring Jordan Love is probably going to be the best thing that could have happened for this young quarterback. Yeah, I mean, this is the same thing with, like, uh, Tom Brady. They He hasn't played on a different team, but they're trying something new. And I say uh, Aaron Rodgers and uh, Drew Brees, I say it's very different situations. I agree with you on Drew Brees. I think he could, like, he's going to stay with the Saints. But I say the Packers, I don't think they're going to want to keep him for long. I don't think, I think. He's already 36. uh, Go faster. Like, kind of keep going. So, I think he'll try and find somewhere else to play. And if he, if he can't, like, get a good deal, I, I could see him retire. But. Yeah. uh, I'm going to give this an A grade. I will tell you my problem, and I'll tell you what I love about this. My problem, real quick, my problem is that Aaron Rodgers is trying to win a Super Bowl now. You know, he needs a better line, and I think that that could have been a pick for, for them in taking a quarterback later. But Jordan Love is a special talent, and Rodgers also wants to play until he's 40. That's four more years. He's trying to win a Super Bowl. He's not trying to mentor a ne- the next quarterback. I don't think he likes this at all. Now, that, now, of course, the Packers GM obviously likes this, but I don't think uh, Aaron Rodgers is too happy there. Mm. And But the one thing I do love about this is it sets Jordan Love up for the future, and it sets the Packers up for the future. I just don't think uh, Aaron Rodgers is too fond of this, and it won't help the Packers now, but it should help them in the long run if – Jordan Love wants to resign with the Packers, you know? Think about them mentoring him. You know, Aaron Rodgers, please. And then he wants to go sign with a different team. Like yeah, that, that, I can only that imagine guy. how shocked Aaron Rodgers. But my grade's a B plus. So I think they could have gone with an O-line, too. All right. Yeah, I'd say an A-. minus. Let's move to the 27th overall pick. The Seahawks select linebacker Jordan Brooks, Texas Tech. Oh, yeah. I think this is a good pick for them because, you know, they linebacker is one of their desperate needs. You know, they lost Clowney, who was a big, big piece for their defense. And, you know, I think that Clowney was huge for them. I think that Clowney was huge for Houston. And I don't think since he's been gone, I really don't think that they filled that position. I, I think he was a big utility guy in their defense. He could play linebacker or – he could play Wait, at the end. But I think that this um, is Clowney resigned with another team though yet? No. I do not believe so. He's not. So he could he go could... back to Seattle. There's potential for that, but I don't think he's going no, to I don't because I don't think they'll pay him enough for what he wants. No. Yeah, I mean it's 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 an interesting pick. But I don't know if it's my favorite because they should be playing the win now, I feel. With an aging, with an aging Russell Wilson at the age of thirty-one years old, I think they should be trying to win now. So I give this a C plus. What about you guys? What do you give it? Yeah, I'd say uh, B plus, C plus, because I don't think they are. Uh, they draft a linebacker if they're going to keep Clowney. So I think Clowney's gone. I yeah. think this was Clowney's. Clowney's mostly a DN. I'm going to give this a B plus. I think this was a good pick. I think it's a decent idea to plan for the future. You know, if one of their guys goes down, they need to have somebody that can fill in. All right, let's move to the 28th overall pick. Ravens select linebacker Patrick Queen at LSU. Yeah, it's a good pick. Um, 
I think that he is more talented than Jordan Brooks. I think he should have gone ahead of him. That's another reason I don't really love that pick by the Seahawks. And the Ravens need to fill this position. Obviously, they have an amazing defense, but a couple guys on that defense yeah. are getting a little, little old. They found that linebacker and... rhythm that they had that they had in the past with Ray Lewis and Terrell Suggs. They really haven't found those that linebacker group that's a bond dominant on the defense. And I think Patrick Queen could definitely contribute to that in years to come. I, yeah. I give it a... I'm going to give this a B+. Plus. A, a flat. I give it a flat. Because I, I really... Flat. Guys, I'd say... Can you imagine what they're going to do next year, the Ravens? Their defense is explosive. They're... Actually, I'm going to change my pick to a A. No, a, a B plus. Because the only question I have is I feel like a, a wide receiver would have been a big thing that they should have got here. But it is what it is, and they needed that too. But still, like their wide receiver core last year was literally garbage. They had tight ends who caught the ball. That was about it. Yeah. All right, let's move to the 29th overall pick. The Titans select offensive I tackle think Isaiah big. Wilson. You know, the Titans it. were completely the underdog team last year in the playoffs, but they got smoked. They got absolutely smoked against uh, Kansas City because they did not – you know, Kansas City, like I said, they were still getting a pass rush and still getting pressure. So I think it's big for Tennessee to get an offensive tackle to protect Ryan Tannehill who is really showing that spark that he never really showed in Miami. And I think that this is a good pick for them. Yeah, and I can see Isaiah Wilson making holes for uh, Derrick Henry to fit through. Because Derrick Henry's a very explosive running back. Oh, yeah. And if you give him a hole, he's gone. Yeah. It's a good pick to protect uh, Ryan Tannehill. I'm going to give it an A-. Minus. I give it a B plus. Yeah, I, I say B+. Plus. All right, the Dolphins select at the 30 overall pick in the 2020 draft. They select cornerback Noah. No, Gene. Ben Owen. Auburn. Sorry if I didn't I pronounce that right. I think that this right, is a good but... pick for them. You know, they definitely need to build up that defense a little bit more, you know, they're getting Byron Jones. They're, now they're making moves in the draft to try and get corners. I think that the Dolphins, they have a chance to be a force to be reckoned with next year. I don't know if they will be because they might not be there, but I think they have a chance to be. And I think bringing in a young talent like Noah will be very important. Ben, Ben. Ben, re-say what you were saying about him. Like, the whole time you were talking, he was glitching out for me. You know, I think, okay. you know, I think Rigo for them, you know, they were just getting Byron Jones. <laughs> it keeps happening. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. With Can it. you it guys keep like glitching now? for some reason. Okay. All right, go. You know, I think this is a big yeah. pick for them. Corner was definitely a position of need. And I think, you know, they had, they just picked up Byron Jones. They're making moves in free agency. They're making trades. And now they're picking up a young guy like Noah in the draft to really build up that defense. And they could they could be dominant next year. The only thing I'm concerned about with the Dolphins is their chemistry because they're bringing a lot of guys from a lot of different team schemes. But I think that they have a chance to be dominant. And I think Noah will just add to that that much more. I'm giving this... A B minus grade. A B, yeah. You know, a B flat. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a big move. You know, you got Byron Jones who, who can help him become a great corner. I give it a, a B plus. I give it a B flat. All right. Now with the 31st overall pick, the Vikings select cornerback Jeff Gladney, TCU. It's a neat pick. I like the player. Uh, the pick makes sense. Is it 
is he the most complete player that could have been drafted here? No. Is he the probably the best player that the that the Vikings I'm gonna give it an A minus yes. because I so think this was a, a position of need. You know, having two first round picks is huge. Pick number one, they're going with the receiver. I think that's big. Pick number two, they're going to the other side of the ball with the corner. I think that this was a really big pickup for them. So I'm going to stick with a grade of an A-. minus. Yeah, I'm going to go B-plus for this. All right, and now to round off the first round of the 2020 NFL draft, we have the reigning Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs, select at the 32 overall pick. Running back Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. I think this is a big pickup because, you know, they had LaShawn McCoy last year. They had a couple of other running backs struggling with injuries. So I think that this is a good pick because McCoy, he's getting up there in age. He probably won't be in the NFL for too much longer. But he put together a solid career. He's been on the decline for the past couple of years. But I think that LaShawn McCoy – will be a very good mentor for him because think back to his time in Philly. He was a dominant force, a force to be reckoned with. I think that this is a good pick. And what I what I like about this is it's a good it's a good um it's gonna have good chemistry I feel in the running game. With, uh, I can't remember the other running back there. What was his name again? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Shoot. Well, we'll just edit this part. Uh, yeah. 58 Ben, what are we at for time? 58. But you got to remember that probably 12 minutes of that is going to be edited out. And, Ben, I also want to say. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, but you got a lot of editing this video. <laughs> I blame Aiden well, for coming back. Yeah, sorry, I'm kidding. Is... I'm kidding. All right, let's let's. I gotta let's find Kansas. Wow. Damian Williams. Running backs. I can't remember his name. Damian. All right, all right. Here we go. Yeah, I like this pick because I think it's a good compliment to Damian Williams, who needs a guy like this to. Build chemistry. Yeah, it's kind of just like have a guy that's Zach got Moss, a little bit more know? experience and have I, a young like, guy you know, who's coming in completely he's, he's raw, good. not sure what he's pro- really not sure what he's getting himself into with Kansas City because they're fast-paced, dominant offense. I think he'll fit in well in a few years. Very fast-paced. Yeah. Yeah, that's fast-paced. I team. say. Well, it takes a while to get. Sean McCoy, I think, will stay one more year. I'll oh, mentor him, and I say he's on the chopping block. I just think he didn't play, like, a lot last year. And now with the new running back coming in, he's just going to improve. I say LaShawn McCoy's out. And the other thing I like about this is that as much as I do believe that Kansas City is fast-paced and it's going to take some time getting used to, LSU's fast-paced too, you know? Just like last year they, was, they were just fast-paced. Not probably not as fast paced as the Chiefs, but they were fast paced, so you know it's not too much of a difference. But yeah, for sure. It's I'm, still for gonna now, I'm gonna stick with the B minus grade for him. Yo. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, I'm here. So. Uh, you know how at the end we always do that uh, B money, all big baller, and AD Foss? And then I say, like, signing off for now, uh, stay safe and have a good one. Yep. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to give it, like, a 10-second pause in between the our names and that part so that way it doesn't, like, corrupt or whatever and add them together. All right. Can you still hear me? All right, Tiny Tim, a.k.a. No. My Spanish is 64. It's going on. Wait, what? What? What did you say? What did I say or what Aiden say? Oh, what did you say? 
I said, oh, sweet, my Spanish is 64. It's going up. <laughs> Why? 64? Yeah. Oh, wait, it went down. Wait, what? So you're telling me you were fell in Spanish? You're like the I'm in. you're like the me of art. No, you're Hang like on. the me. Hang on, before we start this, I've got to get on Teams and send to my freaking Spanish teacher real quick. She has a zero in for something I sent to her. Tell your Spanish teacher that you it up with Big Baller in court. Oh okay, God. so oh, I already sent it to her, and she put, "I'll go back and check it out, amigo." Yeah, you were back. Sully, don't be chomping. You can you stop eating for five minutes? Huh? Exactly. I didn't hear you. Can you stop eating for five minutes? I'm getting out of frozen pizza. Screw you. Okay, so Aiden. Hmm. Here's the plan. So you know how we normally say our names and then I say like signing off for now, stay safe and have a good one? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, we're gonna take like a ten-second pause in between, so we say our names and then take like a ten-second pause in between the end of our names and that little last part because that's what's always forming together. And if that it still does it, then I don't know what to do. All right. Nice. All right. So is Tweedle stupid uh, ready to actually film, or is he gonna keep going? Oh, oh, getting out my frozen pizza. Tweedle. Tweedle Dumber is ready. Tweedle uh, stupid. Wrong name. So maybe you're stupid. Huh. Oh, I have so many like, stuff I need to pack. Your name's Sully Big Baller because you're trying to compensate. Give me just a second, boys. I gotta take off the pizza stone. This says directly on the rack. See, pizza stones for pizza. Well, I don't want to say the word. Pizza stones for pizza. No shit. No, for pizza something. Any day now, Sully. I want to get this done before lunch. I'm trying to put don't, this in. Okay, then don't complain about me taking it. Ah! Alexa, set a 20-minute timer. 20 minutes. Starting now. All right, let's go. All right, boys. In five, four, three, two, one. I think that's where we're going to end it off for the day. So thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed, go follow our Instagram at NFL underscore fanatics 2020 to stay caught up on all things NFL. We are your host, B Money. Sully Big Baller. And AD Foss. Signing off for now. Stay safe and have a good one.